Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. from the WTAF of This Country podcast. I really enjoyed it. If you love that podcast, try our new one, where Pavo... You have to find out about me. And Neil... As you may know, I'm not always the most macho of men. Chat about everything. everything. Are you going to please everybody? I don't think you are. Join us every Wednesday for some fun topical chat where we ask the hard-hitting questions. How do I take my tea? Where we reminisce about days gone by. What is my most embarrassing moment? Would it be soiling yourself somewhere? (laughs) It is, actually. (laughs) Where we give you, the listener, the chance to learn all about us. When you get an ear infection, if you remember you're sick, you don't even need... That's how Liverpool... Sick. 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 Please download, subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and all other podcast platforms. Thanks for noticing. Pavo and Neil. Chat about everything. everything. Yeah, hey, 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 I like that one. Hello there, I'm Paul Shahidi, also known as the Reverend Francis Seaton in this country, and you're listening to WTAF. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF, a This Country podcast. Now, firstly, he's the man who's just got here on his bike, just seen the CCTV TV footage where he was riding around the local shop, but as he just informed me, when you're on two wheels, you can do whatever you want. It's Neil! It's very true. Hello, Pav. Hello. And how are you? I'm very well. It is very true when you're on two wheels, you can do anything. You can do anything anyway, can uh, you? Well, You're not... that kind of free spirit. Yeah. The yes. hippie in me comes out. <laughs> now, our super fan guest this episode, you would know from such shows as Drunk Histories, High and Dry, and Star Stories. You should know him from the darkly funny Brian and Roger podcast. And if you haven't checked it out, you will do after this, I'm sure. But you will definitely know him from Toast of London. Please welcome Ray Bloody Purchase himself. <laughs> it's Harry Peacock. Hello, boys. And how, how are you doing, sir? 
I'm very good. I'm very good. Been working on Brian and Rogers today, in fact. Oh, have you really? Yeah, yeah. Me and Skinner. Um, we're trying to get it going. You know, work out something to do. We can film it. You know. Yeah. Um, but we make it. We're finding it quite hard to make the leap from uh, from the, the audio. You know, the podcast into something we can see. Yeah. But. Um, but a bit, a bit like Hitchhiker's Guide or something like that. You can because it was so brilliant on the radio and hearing it, but actually making it is a completely different kettle of fish. It's funny because so I, 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 you know, I, I, I um, turned someone at work onto the podcast because he came up and asked me because I was like chuckling away at work. He said, "What are you listening to?" I said, "You've yeah. got to listen to this." I said, "This is fucked up. It's dark, but it is so funny." Yeah. And we yeah, had we, we we had that exact conversation today because he said yeah. maybe they'll do it as a TV show. And I said I don't know how it would work as a TV show because it's such a, a, a just tell everybody about it. Just tell everybody. Well, basically, it's about two divorced men who meet each other at a divorce group, and then they sort of come together, and then they just spend all their time together because they sort of need each other. One of them's slightly vulnerable and needy, and one of them's just awful manipulative psychopath <laughs> uh, and then it's just um a very simple very basic plot line whereby brian my character asks roger you know if he could help him with something and it always ends up with shit all over roger's face yeah. and brian getting away you know um so it's a very simple premise but we go into sort of great detail with the stories and stuff like that but it, 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 you need to sort of. It, I don't. There isn't. I can't, I can't think of anything that's. I suppose sort of with Nail and I would be uh, something, but that 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 I can't really compare it to anything else necessarily. No, and the, um, the format a, of it is is unique as well, isn't it? Because it's all voicemail in, messages. In, sorry, yeah, of course. That's the sort of big the, the big thing about it is is that it's all done through voice messages, and it's all left to the audience to imagine the scenarios. <laughs> Uh, and more often than not, it's after the event and just explaining, which I think is probably when it's at its funniest, I think, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but like I was saying, it's very difficult to turn that into a visual visual thing. But we're, we're trying. We've started doing sort of interviews with each other and we thought we might just film it in the support group. Yeah. But then we'd have to bring in other characters and stuff like that. So we've had loads of interest to do that. Yeah, but we're just now now working out how to do it. But mm. to be honest, I just love making the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm sure, as, as I'm sure you both love doing this. You know, there is there is no money in it. Absolutely, but <laughs> you, you, you are in control of it utterly and totally, and 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 that means you can do whatever you like. And I think I've I've just found that so liberating. Yeah, so and, when the, uh, and fun, you know. Mm. Yeah, so when the Harry, when the pair of you write it, do you write everything yeah. down, or is any, is any of it sort of improvised as well? Uh, yeah, it's it, it's a bit of both. It's it's basically we'll have a conversation, which we'll just do on WhatsApp, you know, uh, like you know, what about you know the uh, the Carol Kirkwood episode, for instance? <laughs> well, I'll be like, I'm obsessed with Carol Kirkwood, and I know she's doing a book signing. You know, maybe I could try and persuade you to like do something, and we get to meet her, and then I'll send him that, and then he'll say that's funny. What about? And then he'll elaborate on that, and then we'll sort of plot it together just through having chats, and then we'll just do it. Right. And <laughs> that's the lovely thing is I'll just leave a message, and then he'll respond, and I'll leave a message, he'll respond, he'll, and then 
10 messages later, we've got a beginning, middle and end, you know. So it, um, it's it's sort of it, it isn't scripted as such. Then you do you just really. play I mean, off of what the what the last message is? Pr- well, that's what we started doing, and then we realised that we could fine tune it a bit more um, if we sort of went. Well, what about if you did say that, and then that would lead us there, or you know, or, and so we'll re-record something after a chat, maybe. But often it's best when we're both just left to our own devices, and we just send something and then I'll say, God, that's funny. And then I'll just respond to something he said. And it seems to work very well that way. Um, but other episodes we co- we sort of craft a bit more and we'll, uh, uh, and often I'll, I'll write down what I want to say, like in, I'll just write to scribble it down and then I'll do the message. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's sort of half written, half improvised, but I suppose like lots of, you know, like, like Daisy and Charlie, you know, they, they, I think they, they sort of write it, but then improvise it. Is that is that what they do? Do you know? Is it? Is it... I think a lot of it is. It's it's on the page. I think a lot of the yeah. stuff. But I think there are little moments that they've. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm... Sort of t- I mean, Toast was very like that. You know, it was all very written. And yeah. Very uh, had very sort of you know just a script, but we would deviate a bit. But no, Brian and Roger. If if I had to say, is it written or improvised? It's improvised. Right. right. I, I've yeah. always been convinced that that moment that that Daisy says, "Vicar, you got your finger up my asshole," is a, is a is an improvisation yeah, yeah. line right, because yeah, yeah. because it cuts right after it as if like everybody just fell about laughing as soon as she said it. Because if you notice it, she literally yeah. gets that last word out and then the scene cuts to something yeah. else. It's like everyone just just bursts out <laughs> laughing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And um, that, that, to be honest, that's been quite difficult sometimes. We will find it, it, it quite hard not to laugh when we're doing it, you know. Yeah. Um, and we found that the best way, the funniest way, is just is to do it as straight as possible. Yeah. Like 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 we're in an episode of Midsummer Murders yeah. or something, mm. you know. Like just <laughs> like, just like it, it's not a comedy, you know, and that's when it's funniest. Mm. Weirdly, like, it, it's know? like you're saying about about it's all in your own control. It's it's it it does go to some really dark places. Yes, it does. And um, it's not the sort of thing you could imagine the BBC would commission. No, exactly. And you have complete control over it, and that's, like you say, the the beauty of podcasting. And I think I I wonder when that will obviously come a time where that will be clamped down on. So Mm. we're in the the golden age. Absolutely. This is this. This is the We're the Pirate Radio, you know. um, uh, Because I'm sure uh, eventually it will be like, can't say can't. Can I say I can say cunt on yeah, you? Can yeah. You can say cunt as much as you like, sir. That's, that's the beauty yeah. of um, podcasting. Yeah, you can say yeah. what you like. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Joe Rogan yeah. says it all the time, and he's the number one podcaster in the world. Yes. So there he you is. go. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That is the beauty. Like you say, it's the golden age. So when you're recording yeah. it, Harry, are you with Dan, yeah. Dan at the same time? Did no, just... God, no. That, I mean, that's why we basically we came up with it. We were like, it started with just me leaving messages on his phone to piss him off. <laughs> like, and just sort of, because uh, we were, we work together and we're mates and we're both really big rugby fans and we go and watch rugby and we like that. And so that was sort of how we were mates. Uh, and we were filming uh, The Kennedys, a series I did for the BBC a few years ago. Um, and uh, and then we started, we came up with these characters and then I just used to leave messages and he, I, we just had them. They were both the same. They were both just, really put upon divorced men. And I, I left a message saying, you know, I've got nothing to do today. Do you want to go to the park and play Frisbee and we can share a pork pie? <laughs> and we just went, God, that's so bleak. 
like um, that's really is bleak. Um, and we, they were exactly the same. And then it was just one we started trying to develop it as possibly something we could turn into something. And um, I just started being a bit a bit of an arsehole. and it really like went oh there it is. There was a sort of moment yeah. of like yes that's this is how this is going to work. And then we just absolutely just played to the theme. It was like that's that's the formula. That's great, uh, and it, and it's been that ever since basically. Yeah. yeah. We will we will talk a bit more about that, and obviously more about the other stuff you've uh, been in. But we want to uh, just uh, quickly get into this country. Where did you first discover this country? Well, I basically when it first came out, I was aware of it, and I also knew uh, Guy Phillips, who was the production manager on it, and he was like, oh, "I do this thing, um, uh, and it's really funny." Set in the Cotswolds, it's just like about these these cousins, and they're just sort of drifting about. And I watched it. I just sort of was just. It really, like, I just thought the way they are making it, I mean, I'd love to chat to them about what, how they go about doing it. Um, but it reminded me of some of the best stuff like that, like sort of spinal tap or the thick of it and mm. different sort of... And it, it just really, both of them, I just immediately went, they're so good, they're so talented. And Trevor Cooper as well, um, who I know actually a bit, um, who I've always thought was very funny, he's brilliant in it as well. Um so yeah, so yeah, no, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of theirs. Truly, am. Yeah, I think they're great. So you you basically uh, you didn't watch you watched it weekly with the rest of us rather than binged it. Uh, then. Uh, no, no, I, I've I've just I've sort of dipped in and out of it and seen bits of it since it's 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 been out. Um, uh, but no, I think I did. I, I watched it when it came out the first couple mm. of episodes. I think yeah. Um, but I've also got two young kids, so television. <laughs> At that time, exactly, wasn't I was, I see you sort of, I, you forget you've got a television. I think that, for those, <laughs> mm. yeah, absolutely. So, do you have a favourite episode from the first series, then, Harry? Um, well, I think probably the, the first one with the uh, with the scarecrows really made me laugh. Yeah, yeah that was very good. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably pin on that one. Um, do you, do you like had, do you like yeah. that format then? Do you like the mockumentary format? It sounds like with the other things that you were listing there. That it's like yeah, a... no, I think I think when it's done well, like they do, it's brilliant. I think it can be quite baggy. I think sometimes it can be a bit it's sort of meandering. But they 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 seem to be very, uh, you know, the world they set up, not dissimilar to Brian and Rod, is, is hilarious, but it's also really quite dark yeah mm. you know like uh, and the the relationships and what's going on and uh, you know it's it, it's quite it's quite it sort of breaks your hearts as well and i think that's probably why it's one of the reasons why it's doing so well and ha- why I'm, i hope they'll keep making it for a long while because it's got a lot of legs i think i can imagine that running for years you know and again is that when something like that hits and it seems to have quite a a good following amongst actors and, and and makers of tv is it yeah. something that ripples across the the business do you like you say you, you know trevor obviously I, is it yeah. the sort of thing you hear that oh have you heard have you seen this have you heard about this oh, and... totally, totally. Uh, but uh, i'm from uh, from uh, when i watched it i when we had some meetings with about making brian and roger i absolutely cited it as something i'd like to you know mirror like in the way um 
way that it's shot and filmed, you know, could be a, a real way in for us with Brian and Roger, you know. But I suppose it's not, it's not like an unknown way of doing it. The Office is the Office started off as a sort of mockumentary, isn't it? And then, yeah. And then it sort of they sort of forgot about that they were being filmed. It was quite whether they did that consciously or not, I don't know. But um, but yeah, I think it's a good way of making the world real, which is always quite important, isn't it? You know. Mm. But do you find, uh, that, Harry, do you find a lot of the, the great comedies have that dark place, the darkness in it, though? I think so. Like League of Gentlemen, you know, mm. as always. Um, but I mean, I, you know, I mean, I I think I grew up, my, the things that really landed for me were things like The Fast Show. Uh, uh, and uh, and that's not necessarily that dark, is it, I suppose? But um, I think the League of Gentlemen and that kind of thing of that sort of horror comedy, you know, again, not that they invented it, but they, they seem, I think that's something, it's just quite interesting, isn't it, that you realise that they're quite closely linked, like mm. really, really funny things and really shocking, awful things. Like people always piss themselves at funerals. <laughs> you know, it's sort of like, and I think it is just a nervous, not, laughing is a, a nervous reaction, isn't it? So, it is, so, uh, especially you know, when... I could, I was going to say, especially when you're in that situation where you know you're not supposed to laugh, makes it all the worse. Exactly. And I, I am terrible at that. And I've had a life of, of sort of thinking, wanting to sort of get up in those situations and do say something, you know. Uh, and I think we've all got that. We're all controlling a kind of like... And it's just a way of coping, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. You know, it's a way of co- co- coping with those things, you know. Um, um, before yeah. I, I did want to obviously obviously talk to you about Toast of London, but yeah, of course. Um, yeah, but yeah, with yeah, things yeah. like like drunk histories, yes. Uh, how do you film that? How is how is that actually physically that's done? Quite, are you pro- are you um, lip syncing? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play they play it over. They, they press play, and, and 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 the comedian who's telling the story says the section, and then. They switch it off and go beep beep, action, and then you just repeat it. Right. It's really basic. But I, you kind of you you kind of learn it as well, I think, if I remember rightly. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So you yeah. Got, like have it in script form as well? Do you sort of yes, learn you, your you lines? Do. And such? Yeah, yeah. So I can't do it. Be totally honest, mate. I can't remember. <laughs> but I, I think I think. I, what I do, I remember because I did a, I did a couple of series of it. Um, uh, but you just, I just went in and did a few days, as did sort of everyone who was on it, I think. But um, but yeah, they just play the the the, uh, the what the bit you're meant to say out loud, and then you repeated it, and they recorded it, right? Or, or you said it at the same time, and they cut cut it out, possibly or something. It was, it was absolutely unique. Yeah, you know, yeah. I remember like. But I quite liked it because you don't have to do any lines. Just, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a bit dyslexic, and I always uh, probably find that quite difficult anyway. But um, but it's uh, it was really funny. I just now I think people are sort of onto it. So when the comedians go on, I don't think they're getting pissed. I think they're too concerned about doing it well. Um, and, and also probably there must be a grey area because it's sort of getting hammered. And telling stories like it's funny in a sort of studenty way, mm. but I want I wonder if it's possibly a bit. It's sort of vague. It's it's not quite right, is it? I think there's probably 
there's a there's a grey area there, which is you know, um, uh, but it, it's 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 massive. I think in America, absolutely, yeah. and it's you funny know, funny as anything. It, <laughs> it is. It, I think sometimes it can be hilarious, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, but that's I think it was initially, and I think now the novice is possibly beginning to wear off, maybe. You yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that when it was when it was brand new, it was yeah, it was a, a little bit like, this? "What is this?" Yeah, mm. yeah absolutely. But yeah, I also yeah. think it depends on who is telling the story as well. Sometimes, yes, this is it. Yeah. Sometimes people yeah. look like they're actually forcibly trying to be funny, and exactly, rather than being exactly, natural. Yeah. I think the more natural I it know, is, the more yeah. funnier it is. Definitely, and I think that's what people cottoned onto it. They watch it and go, "I'll do that. I'll do that." And the less conscious it is. Um, the funnier it becomes, I yeah. think, you know. But, yeah. um, this is a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need to ramp it up to the next level. So it's like junk history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just, just like crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sat with the crack yeah. pipe and off you go. Yeah. So as they're just having, taking meth yeah. and their teeth are falling out while you're... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right, yeah. Uh, let's get on to... I know this is a This Country podcast, but... You, you know, we are massive toast fans. Oh yeah. Um, cool. First question I want to ask is yes, um, the same with the thick of it, which is obviously is d- dealing in the world of politics. How close is toast to actual acting life? As much as I, as much as weird as and beautiful I, as what, it is. You mean, you mean the characters involved? Are they like the people? And yeah, or, and, that, and just you would come across just or, that or, whole or, the whole acting life, and you know, treading the boards and meeting yeah, someone that well, you don't particularly like that you have to I work mean, with. Are are there pretentious bell ends in yes. show business? <laughs> I mean, yes, are I, there? I, I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yes, there are. You know. I mean, I come from a, a really big... My dad's an actor, my mum's an actor, my wife's an actor. Like, we're all... You know, my brother's an actor and a writer. Like that. So I'm totally... I've been brought up in theatre totally, completely. So I think that's why I brought something to it, which Matt, who's not, he's basically a musician and a comedian, yeah. was, t- was taking the piss out of it. But I actually came to it through a place going, no, 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 look. I really understand <laughs> what this is. I was, I like when my mum was, I was, she was breastfeeding me like backstage. I am totally <laughs> a, a child of the theatre. I mean, I, I stopped doing theatre a few years ago. I just don't really do it now. I find it a bit boring to be frankly. Right. But, 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 um, so I completely knew, uh, that, that world and, um, uh, but but you know I mean Ray Purchase is just such a gift of a character. Oh, and, he's just amazing. And, and you know there 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 are probably lots of actors who would have done it very well, and I just got lucky, you know, like um, and, and was able to just go there and get that suit on, and, and it was just such a laugh. Um, and yeah, no, I loved playing Ray Purchase, you know. But that's the thing you said, yeah. such a laugh. Was it hard to record that one? Because I could imagine. Oh man, some days were just. It was impossible to sort of get through it and not laugh. Uh, at the scene uh, with stuff we did with the um, when we're miming the, t- the gay porn, <laughs> it's like, it, it was like it was impossible to get through it. It was it was a, it was like a zen zen discipline to mm. go look, don't laugh and just do this, execute this, you know. Yeah. Um, but you did it so it, naturally. Like, that's the thing. Well, it was just so <laughs> it was so funny, so funny. Um, and we were all fucking crying, laughing, you know. But often that doesn't translate. You'll do something you think is hilarious. You watch it back, it's not really. 
But that, I think everyone yeah. knew, was like, this is going to be really good. Um, and it was, you know, and it was very funny. Um, uh, so, yeah. Who, yeah. who was the worst for the corpse in? Oh, probably, probably me, I think. I don't know. I mean, we all... Matt, obviously, is a very funny man, and he would... We would make each other laugh. But, of course, I mean, it, it's it's hard to think this, but... What, well, you know, you're filming from like six in the morning until six at night. It's a long day, and mm. you're doing an awful lot of scene, and you know you're working really hard. I mean, not coal, working in a coal mine hard, obviously, but <laughs> you're you're just tired. And yeah. So by the end of the day, when you're doing like like the sand dance, when we have to do it, we were fucking knackered <laughs> and, and and just exhausted. Like, oh god, we got to do it again after like the twenty eighth take or whatever. And of course, um, that's probably when it starts being really funny when you're you're really doing it quite seriously. The stuff, you know, taking it very seriously because it's sort of go home or go home. Um, I was going to say because it, it's quite it's a lot like uh, Brian and Roger, isn't it? With the fact that you play it absolutely straight. There are some absolutely yeah crazy yeah, stupid so. batshit things that you know Bruce Forsyth yeah. that's been you know a woman turned into yeah. Bruce Forsyth and yeah, yeah, the Queen yeah. getting um, a pair of like fake tits and stuff like that yeah. given as a yeah. but you all play it and it, do you think that's the key to it is that everything I, I think, in it is played absolutely straight? I think so. I think so, and just taking themselves very seriously, you know. Um, uh, it just it, it became very silly, like all the stuff on the bus um, where I'm dressed as the beef eater and all yeah. that. I mean, I remember that day just like going, "This is fucking nuts!" <laughs> you know, like, right, uh, and and just thinking, I'm never, I'm never gonna, you know, because I when I started doing this, I I, I didn't get any comedy. I wasn't, a, I, I was just a straight actor. I was in things like Touch of, you know. Um, uh, you know, like Pie in the Sky and The Bill mm. and Midsummer Murders. I just did straight things. But people always used to find I would laugh at me. <laughs> and so I realised that it was like, I should probably be making comedy. And uh, and then so I think I brought that sort of thing of playing it deadly straight, um, but in a comic situation, like someone like Leslie Nielsen in their yeah. plane does so, so perfectly, you know. Mm. Um, um yeah, I, w- I will point to people. Yeah. I was watching at uh, dinner time today. Um, there's a 13 minute video of the best moments of Ray Purchase on YouTube. Oh, is there? Is there? There is. But and I tell you, see... I watched it twice during my dinner time. <laughs> oh, it was there. Well, some... see... Yeah, yeah. Go on. I, I, I don't. I don't look at things like that. I, I genuinely don't. Right. It sort of does my head. In. I'm just like fucking hell. It's me. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I so I, I I don't. I've only watched Toast. Like the episode once, really? Once or twice. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't. But if I wasn't in it, I probably would watch it loads. Yeah, yeah. But mm. I just, uh, it's quite, it's, it is, uh, it's an odd thing, and I'm sure lots of other actors have said it, is that you, you, you sort of disassociate yourself from it a bit, like it's not you. You know, it's quite weird. Right? It's. But, I, I um, must admit, I mean, I think I've, I've been through the whole series. Is six times seven times i think yeah. because it's yeah. one of those things you can put on and it doesn't matter what kind of again mood you're in I, I know and i think that's fucking brilliant i'm so proud to be involved in something which is like means that to lots of people you know like spinal tap i probably have watched over 300 times yeah. in my life you know probably mm. uh, um and uh and alan partridge you know i watched mm. that again and again and again and again 
and I probably would watch Tiger Clouds if I wasn't in it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is it. So is that where your heart lies now in comedy? Do you think? Oh, you... I think. I think. I think. I think that the the, the die is cast or whatever they're saying. <laughs> in like, I, th- I don't know. I mean, I do go into straight stuff um, uh, and on and theatre and plays and stuff, which I used to do a lot of. It was. I would play funny parts, but not always, you know. I, um, um, and I've done, I've played, uh, I've done quite a lot of Shakespeare, the Horace and the National, and stuff like that. And I was, I have played the fool in different things, but, but, um, but just as much straight stuff. And I think pro- probably as as the years go on, I will. But I like making the funny stuff. It's fun, basically, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. where did the where did the look for Ray Purchase come from? Did you have any input I, in I, that? I, well, I think I think it was a, a mixture of things. It was sort of uh, the fact that Matt wore always wore black suits, and I had to be a sort of to be his nemesis, to be a sort of opposite of him. It was right. that was the discussion. But I think it was um, just a series of trial and error, and just looking at a lot of sort of stuff from the 70s where he sort of stuck in this sort of time warp of what <laughs> sort of early 80s and and the white polo neck and the white suit and the shirt the white shoes and my hair basically believe it or not it just is like that which <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, people are always sort of like why have you come as red birds and well, well i haven't you know, <laughs> but, um, but um and the mustache you know if i don't have a mustache no one I don't get recognised at all. But if if for other things, when I've had to grow a moustache with my hair's up, then I'll get a few people on the tube sort of going, fucking hell, look at his red bird. <laughs> so so that, was but, a, um, that was a real moustache? That wasn't like a... That was my moustache. That yeah, was. Yeah. So do you, now yeah. that you are, as we uh, saw you earlier, you, you're unmoustached, is that right? Yeah. Clean well, shaven's weird, probably an easy way of saying it. Usually I've got a beard, to be honest, but weirdly, right. I, I, shaved it, I shaved it off earlier. I don't quite know why. Right, um, OK. Because... Because you know I'm a, a basically a, a, I'm a sort of house dad. I look after my kids, and um, I don't really go need need to shave. So I just have a, a beard, you know. Right, but do you still get um, recognised if you haven't got the hair oh, done yeah. that way? And yeah, yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Every now, I, I do. I'd say well, like, sort of once a week, kind right. of thing, you know. Um, do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy the that that sort uh, of notoriety was, and fame? Uh, no, it's a sort of mixture. It's sort of, it's a funny mixture. Sometimes it's quite nice. Sometimes it isn't particularly, um, uh, and it's quite. It can be quite confusing because when you, you're uh, because when someone recognises you, then it changes immediately the sort of dynamic of a situation. You know. Um, uh, and it's quite. It, I, I quite like it, but it's it, it isn't always like it's quite strange as yeah. well, you know. But um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I'd be lying if I said sometimes someone comes up and goes, "Oh, you're right. Oh, I fucking love that." It's like, thanks, mate. You know, it's lovely. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, yeah. It, but it, no, it's not. If I've got a beard or uh, I look different, it's, it's, it doesn't really happen. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say one of the um, little notes I put to to ask you um, in the episode where you're doing the um, the outside production of Macbeth, oh, and, yeah. and Toast has got his got stage fright and got his hand 
stuck to that. He can't let go yeah. let that pillar go. Uh, yeah. And Alan Ford comes in to sort of be his guru, and you come in and and you're saying I've been waiting to play Macduff for like thirty years or whatever. It is. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he 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 starts tearing you a new asshole. He starts shouting you down. What is it like to be face to face with um, well, someone like Alan Ford in full flow? Yeah. Well, he's yeah, he's quite a scary bird, basically. <laughs> um, but quite weird, though. He when he came, he, he came up, he was like, "I thought you were going to be much. I thought you were going to be much bigger, mate. I thought you were oh, right. like massive." On so he was weirdly quite sort of intimidated by me. Oh, really? <laughs> um, uh, but he was like, "Yeah, I thought you were a big geezer, but you know, I suppose you're not quite as big." But he was he was quite nervous, to be honest. I think that um, in that situation, coming in and having to do that but um but yeah he's he's quite an interesting bloke he's but he's been in show business for 40 years you yeah know? so he's probably more familiar with um uh you know being in front of the camera and doing all that rather than uh but i think he is from a, a pretty shifty background <laughs> i think but, but you know i've worked up with ricky grover as well and he's very like you sort of it scratched the surface. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, I am. Um, you know, all his mates and family are sort of in prison and stuff. Right. You know? It's a bit like, well, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Then anybody listening, Alan Ford was Bricktop in uh, Snatch, Snatch yeah. uh, and he's, he's yes. sort of like synonymous with like gangstery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think even in Alan Partridge, wasn't it? The knowing me, <laughs> knowing you, he played like the. Yeah, yeah. He was like the guy no. that he was trying to stitch him up with this, uh, like the recreation of some kind of murder or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's his gig. I don't think he ever plays doctors. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Harry, you, uh, you you said about obviously you come from a, a very much an acting background. Is yeah. it something you were always going to do, or, or was there a time that you didn't want to well, go into? I don't, it? I don't, I don't know really. It's the kind of thing you ask yourself as the years roll by, because I sort of think, God, would I? done it differently would I have gone because it's such a strange existence and a very hard way to make a living you know but um I I, I think I probably you know because in your when I first the first thing I did I was about 12 I think mm. um my mum was doing a play and they needed a boy in it and my mum wanted to get in the play so she effectively used me as leverage to kind <laughs> of like when my son will do it and you know and I was like Oh, okay, and then and then you kind of get a taste for it. It is amazing. It is magical. But would I say to a, a young like man, a girl, boy, become an actor? I, I I I'd think very carefully about it because it's a very strange. Uh, it's a real leap of faith into just mm. to, just hope that people are going to employ you. you yeah. Know? So I mean, um, would you would you talk your children out of it if they wanted well, to do uh, that when they're well, older? It's interesting because, uh, you know, I think about it. I mean, I would be able to help them in, in regards to, in lots of ways. So that I find quite appealing. But would I want them to have the sort of lows and the constant rejection and the, you know, well, we haven't got any money, what are we going to do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, which, which is very difficult and stressful and not really talked about, you know, um, in the sort of world of showbiz. But, um, yeah, it, you know... Even when you're sort of relatively successful, which I think I probably am, am, uh, and my wife obviously is, and uh, it's still really it's quite scary when you when you're like, I, we, what are, how are we going to make any money? Yeah. None of us have got a job, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, I suppose that's not that's probably the same for lots of people. 
if you're self-employed, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The other thing then, it, it, like you say, you don't like watching yourself when you on something that you've done. Can you yeah. watch your wife when she's in something? Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, but 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 she's the same. I mean, I don't mind watching myself. I just I don't sort of go over it and over it. I don't. Right. I, I. But what I I do with Catherine, like. Oh, if it's something I'm in, I go, what's this? I'm really funny here, look. And she thinks I'm disgusting. She thinks I'm disgusting. She's like, what are you saying? You can't say that. But I'm like, no, look, it's really good, you know. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's like a home video, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but no, um, yeah, no, I, I, we, we, we can. I mean, Catherine's uh, just finished doing a play. And um, I, I funny watching, you know, the, the woman you love, your wife. I was sort of watching her. And it's sort of, you sort of dip in and out. You're like you're watching it going, that's Catherine, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. And then seconds later, I forget that, and she's the character in the play, you know. Mm. So it's, a, it's a very strange thing, you know. But, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I absolutely can. Do you ever critique each other? Uh, no. No, I think that would be... <laughs> no, they're still no, married, uh, of course. They don't <laughs> critique each other. <laughs> no, no I, um, um, no, I mean, we both know when we've been a bit shit. We both know when we've been good. Really, we don't need the other person to, to, to highlight it, I mm. suppose. And does yeah. it help yeah. that both of you are actors? Because then when... Well, I, th- I, I think so. Just we're both sympathetic to the same, you know, things you ha- feel about it and, and do. And, and you know, um, it, I, I can't imagine being married to somebody who wasn't in a way because it would be very hard to explain so much mm. of yeah. your life, you know. Mm. Um, but so, so yeah. yeah. So... As an actor, then, is this country the sort of programme you would like to do? Oh, God, yeah. But I would imagine they'd think, oh, no, it's just, it'd be Ray Purchase. So, well, <laughs> Ray Purchase <laughs> probably with, with, a, with a Gloucester accent. Or if I talk like that, yeah, I suppose so. No, there Gloucester, you go. Gloucester's not that broad, is it? I it's not know, that broad. No, of, I mean, we're... we're we, it's not like Bath. Yeah, like we, we, very, like, yeah. <laughs> we live in the place that, that Daisy and Charlie live, and, and we're like, Right, what would be ten miles away from yeah. North Leach? So, all right, okay. Uh, so, like a little bit of a burr, but not. So there, you go. Yeah. there you go. You're yeah. cast. You're cast. Yeah, we'll get, we'll right. get you apart. I, I fucking chew your arm off, mate. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. Or maybe there's a touring amateur dramatics coming through, and Ray Purchase is there in the village hall, that doing, would be. doing his <laughs> yeah. doing his Macduff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I've. Um, I've done it. I did Far From the Mudding Crowd, which is sort of a bit more sad. It's more Yeovil and Dor- Dorset sort of thing. But I, I've, I, I've, I've played, you know, West Country a few times. Uh, yeah. Okay. So are you, are you good but, at, uh, generally in, at different accents and stuff? Then? I'm, not, I'm not bad, yeah. Weirdly, the one I, I'm shit at is American, which is really annoying because that would be quite useful. Right. But, um, but, why, uh, yeah. do you, why do you think you struggle with American I think, accents? I think general American is very unspecific. I think mm. I think it's sort of, uh, but yeah, no, I'm not bad at accents. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So you sort of have to be really. If I was yeah. a real bastard, I'd, I'd, I'd put you on the spot now and start listing different accents, you know, and see how you'd get on. But I'd, I'd no, shut yeah, you yeah. down. But I'm not like that. I, I, I'll do that. I don't mind. Brummy. That, <laughs> Give us a Birmingham well, accent. Okay, mate, how's it going? You're all right, mate. Oh, yeah. nice, you're that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll I'll give it that. Yeah. All right, let's nice. th- I'll throw another Black one into the mix. Newcastle. Uh, why, I mate, you know, I'm not sort of too bothered about that one. I, I can't, I don't know if I can hold it for that long, like. No, that's, that's good, good. That's, that is good. Yeah. That took me right back to old Vita's aim pet, that did then. 
<laughs> we might drop another couple in before the end of the podcast. Right, we're gonna no have worries. a we're gonna have a little bit of a quiz now. Mm-hmm. We do this every episode. We're gonna play Kerry or Curtain. I'm gonna give you a line of dialogue. You have yeah. to tell me whether it was Kerry or Curtain that said it. Okay. Are you ready? Here's number one. Yeah. Arthur thinks you're an absolute bozo. Was that Kerry? Ke- that was Kerry. Well done. Shouting at Colin, that was. Number two. How they've all aged so horribly in such a short time as well. Kerry. That was Curtain. Oh. When he was talking about the people at the bowls club. Number three. Bet you can't get out of my grip. Kerry. That was Curtain. Oh, uh, no. With the vicar at his uh, outside gym in oh, uh, the Aftermath uh, episode. Number four. Anyway, Sandra's got a nice little gift coming her way through her letterbox. Kerry. That was Kerry. Well done. That was talking to the vicar in the car. And the final one, number five. Anne Boleyn seems a bit of a psychopath. Curtain. That was Kerry. Two out of five. That's, that's not that's bad. Respectable. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. I should have looked and seen how many Tim got to see oh, what yeah. the you know the battle of the toasts and see who won. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. But two out of five. That's that's, that's reasonable. That's, that's respectable. That's respectable. Absolutely, Sweet. it is. Liverpudlian. Hello, mate. Uh, yeah, so uh, did you see the football the other day? Fuck about me. Yeah, that's amazing, good. Yeah. I like that one. See, that was a true pro. Like, Should have had the moustache uh, as well, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slice, yeah. You know, I, I, I look a bit... Uh, Purchase looks a bit like Ian Rush. Yeah, there's a little... There's a little or Terry McDermott. You could go yeah. back a little bit further. Mm. Um, so, uh, what have, have you got anything that you are working on at the moment? Or is well, it... we're just... Bro- Brian and Roger, basically. Right, okay. Like, that's what we're, we're trying to develop that and get that um, going. Um, and so I'm seeing a lot of Dan at the moment. Um, and again, and, just, for uh, people, just for people that are listening that don't know, Dan Skinner, uh, Dan Skinner also uh, known as... Uh, uh, Angel- Angelos. Angelos, his, his, from his, Vic his, and Bob. Vic and Bob, and he had, he had his own show. Really, he did? Ago, oh, yeah, that's he's right. Always, he's always on tour as well and doing stuff. And he does a lot Edinburgh, with Alex Edinburgh, Lowe, Edinburgh doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. they do the Angelos and Barry. That's they, right. Which they do as a podcast as well. They do. That's right. Yeah. Have you? Is is that is um, Brian and Roger something that you think could be done live? Weirdly, you say that the London uh, Podcast Festival are doing it, and they've asked us if we'd do it live. But uh, again, we weren't quite sure what we'd do. But I think we're just going to be on stage, and then just a spotlight on him and a spotlight on me, and yeah. we'll just do the message. Mm. Do the message, do, like do it live, like do one of the episodes, or we'll possibly write one for just for it, you know, for the London. So we are going to do that, but um, but whether it would be something we do at like a theatre or something like that, I'm not sure. But maybe I don't, I don't know. This is the joy of it, you know. We've just now got these characters, and we're just going to keep trying different things. But the podcast is the bread and butter, yeah. Absolutely. That's the thing which, um, The really options enjoy, are limitless. Yeah. Exactly. This is it. You can go anywhere, do anything. Well, it's um, nice. It's nice to know that uh, there's there's another series uh, that'll be yeah yeah we're doing, that'll be coming we're soon. Doing it now, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, and talking again about this country, where would you like to see the story and the characters go in the future? They will be filming a new series in August, hopefully for late twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty release. I suppose. I suppose. You know, I in a Brian and Roger way, ramp it up, get a bit of murder in there or something, right? Okay. <laughs> or um, or some sort of scandal. I don't know, scandal 
or um, so, uh, something that really gets between them. But which character um, would you like to see Scandal? The vicar, maybe? Yeah, definitely. He's up to something, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, or, one's um, that, no one's that nice all the time, are they? No, no. Exactly. He, that would be brilliant if he did sort of some, some awful kind of scandal, you know, brothel or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, it'd, be, it'd, be like, it'd be like a game of Cluedo. It'd be the vicar in the kitchen yeah. with a chicken drumstick or something. This like country yeah. Cluedo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Nice. Something like that could work. Find him uh, feeding Len's hoarding habits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With that malevolent crow. Yeah, that's it. He's the one that summoned the ghosts. He is, he is. Yeah. Um, so where's the best way that people can get hold of the, the Brian and Roger podcast then, Harry? Uh, well, it's, it's uh, Acast, I think, uh, uh, is the, the, the way uh, you can get it. But I think, I'm, I'm trying to think how I downloaded it or at, Apple, yeah, I it's think, on Apple Podcasts. That's, that's that's where I, yeah, that's, that's where, where I, I, I do. We will we will put a link to the podcast uh, in, in, in the show notes. Thank and, you and, very and, much, boys. Yeah, and honestly, it's it's one of those things that that you'll listen to it to start with, and you'll wonder what exactly is going on. But you give it, like, and they're only like fifteen minute episodes. Yeah, they're, they? they're, they're not long. It's designed for the commute. Yeah. basically. we sort of, but um, but yeah, I can't imagine if I stumbled across it, I'd think, what the fuck is this? But but I like you say. I think once you're sort of into it and, and get 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 what it is, I think I think people are, are really enjoying it. Yeah, which is great. I do mm. have a confession to make that I I, yeah. da- I downloaded the six. I think it's six episodes in a series, isn't it? Is it six episodes? Uh, no, it's twelve. Twelve. Sorry, 12. twelve. Yeah. I downloaded the twelve and listened to them all to the end. And it wasn't until the end that I realised I listened to series two first, and I didn't scroll. Oh, right. I didn't scroll uh, right up to the top. No, so I then... know, but that's uh, weird. That I've done that as well, and they come out backwards as well. So, like episode, it was quite weird that. But what we've realised is, like lots of podcasts, people just tune in every week. But because because of the nature of Brian and Roger, I think people can go. It's sort of back and listen. And... Yeah. It's not sort of relevant to where you are in time. No, you know? I, don't, I, I don't think. Yeah. But I, I thoroughly recommended if you want something that's dark and, and comedic, comedic, and just you know, your character is a real bastard sometimes. Such a, what a fucker! I know. <laughs> but so, I mean, weirdly, that's, it sounds, you know, says a lot of the characters I've done are. Oh, I don't really know what it says about me. Are you getting typecast? I mean, you know, is that what it is? Yeah, Ray Purchase is such a fucker, isn't it, as well? Like, but um, oh, there you go. I but then, know, to, be, think, to yeah. be honest, that Ray's in a in a whole world of fuckers. I mean, yes, Toast, to- Toast isn't yeah. a, an angel. He's just somebody looking out for himself. For and, sure. Yeah, yeah. You That's know. true, isn't it? He's horrible. Yeah, it's even, horrible. I mean, Ray, Ray's, Ray's yeah. wife isn't particularly a nice person. No, and, no, and no. Toast's agent and Toast's brother. Yeah. And there's so many people, they're all shits. They're all horrible Shit, people. Uh, really, um, um, there's, yeah, you're right. There's absolutely no redeeming things. <laughs> None of them. Harry, thank you so much for spending some time oh, with no us. Worries. That's been awesome. That's great. It, it really, cool, man. it's been like almost like a bucket list moment to yeah. be able to speak oh, to mate. someone like yourself. Oh, that's brilliant. That's uh, thank you. That's amazing. You know, and um, um, you know, anytime you want to come back and chat to us about whatever you're you're getting up to, or sweet. even if you're not getting up to anything, just and you want to chat, yeah. oh, and, and there's plenty of that. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you very much, Harry. 
Um, uh, just hang on for a sec, and I'll say goodbye again in a second. But, Neil, do you want to do a little bit of housekeeping? Absolutely. You can find us on all the social medias. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, under WTAF This Country. Well done. You can go to our website, which is WTAFpodcast at dot com at dot com, <laughs> at com. sorry about well the app there right. and you can email us at wtaf this country at hotmail.com wonderful and if you want to support the podcast just go to patreon.com forward slash wtaf we have signed goodies from uh, all the cast uh for different levels uh, just go there and you'll all the information is there so once again thank you very much harry yes thank you cheers boys thank, thank you. you very much neil thank you very much pal thank you very much for listening please uh, subscribe to the podcast and also rate and review us that would be wonderful if you could do that now go and get plumbed you fuckers Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.